Welcome to Radical Love Live. This is Kelly Wilson. Hey, everybody. This is Mark Delcom. This week, we're going to talk about a focus group that we were able to conduct this last week, talking about spirituality with some members of our community and our neighbors and the future of it. We held it inside the Cathedral of St. John the Divine, the future home for Radical Love Live. It was an amazing range of people. We had people that were part of our congregation there at St. Savior. Uh, Each of us had some uh, family members. We also had friends there. And they represented a wide variety of belief systems, faith traditions. The way we structured the uh, group discussion is we simply had some post-it notes, uh, the large size up on walls. So Kelly would write down very quickly. Not very neatly, but very quickly. Yeah, he was awesome (laughs) at it. He He was a trooper all the way through, and he would capture what they had shared. Uh, This was not in the framework of a liturgical event, right? This was a group discussion outside of any of that. We opened the group discussion with a moment of silence where I used a singing bowl to bring us into the present and hold that space. And that's how we left it. But there was nothing else we used that would be religious in the form of a prayer or anything else. And Yet it felt deeply spiritual and that kindness that was coming through. And and it's like, this is what we hope will happen. And uh, we're in this open space. We can have these kinds of conversations. Right. And the, the cathedral is going through a big cleaning right now after a fire that happened last year. So even the space itself, it was between services. So there weren't a lot of people milling around and there's scaffolding and tools and boards and this feeling of work in progress. And that really felt like we were in the process of building something that, you know, we're using our words and our ideas instead of hammers and saws, but we're definitely building something out of these tools that we, that we've received from, from the folks that were there. Almost definitely. The connection was not lost. And I love the poem that you read at the end to close us. It really seemed to reach everyone. <laughs> yeah. um, it wasn't... Um, Wild Geese by Mary Oliver. Yeah, I love Look that. And the, yeah, the way you read it. Everybody was just sort of transported while, while we are doing that. Ultimately, we got a lot of great answers. Some people talked about spirituality and religion in terms of their connection with the divine, whatever yes. that is, either something out there or something here. Some people talked about it in terms of self, in terms of being good, being a better person, higher self. Some talked about connection to community, that spirituality and religion was part of a community. And some talked about history and connection with the history in the past. And then there were some that also talked about it in the framework of it being a part of the stage of our human development, that all of us ask those questions. Where do we come from? What's this all about? And we heard more than one time about how people are spiritual but not religious, who don't subscribe to a particular creed, and others who don't even think that you can have hope without having a belief in the divine. Yeah, that was amazing. Another participant spoke about he appreciated the point of view and did not want to be the contrarian to the group, but he pushed back on that quite a bit. And even though he himself is a practicing Christian. Well, and I was happy to see that people approached the conversation with kindness and generosity, even when they disagreed about things. Some of the the, the answers that we got reflect that when people were describing spirituality, they were talking about closeness to God, 
whatever that might be. Yes. I like that they open it up for other people's definitions. Even that it was hard to put words to it, that faith is something that we have to channel through the human vernacular, but that it's very hard to describe. To some, yes. And then there would be somebody else who is more clearly defined. You know, it's interesting thinking about the ways that people responded to the idea of spirituality. And there clearly there was a lot of passion around it in the room, that people were forceful about their ideas, even though they were they were kind, you could tell. But everybody was sort of grabbing onto their own thing, that there's, you know, that there are some that really always talked about it in terms of God, yes. all the way to some who wanted to talk about, is there a way that I can be spiritual, that I can have a practice without any creed or without any adherence to the divine? And then a lot of different stops along the way. And I, even presenting it as a line is probably not accurate because there are things over here, things over here, people talking about their own self-fulfillment as a goal, yes. as opposed to connection with the divine as a goal. So even the, the direction in which spirituality is pointing people, there are a lot of different ways to look at it. One of the um, folks that uh, participated, he brought up the word religio. We look at it, the Latin root word, and it means to reconnect. And that spawned a conversation to where we started talking about the historical context of faith, and in particular, in this case, uh, Christianity. And I think there is a, a thirst of knowledge. I'm at a loss of a word here, maybe analytical way of, of looking at faith and spirituality, but what we would do in a history lesson. You know, how did this all happen and why did this happen? There's a lot of unknown ambiguity, uncertainty, uh, misunderstandings, uh, context to time. What was it like in Christ's day, you know, 2,000 years ago? Or There's so much opportunity, I think, where if people could, you know, relate to that, it actually might help them in their own understanding of their spirituality. Actually, a couple people brought up the important point that through history, there are times that religion has not been on the right side of history. There are times that religion has been used to hurt, to damage, to control. And then on the flip side of that, there were also people who talked about times and governments and histories where religion was outlawed or eradicated and the bad things that came out of that. And when I hear that, what I hear is that religion or you know, these structures have the potential to do both, that yes. they have the potential so. in certain circumstances to make life better, inspire people to do good. And there are also times when these power structures can be used to hurt, to shut people out, to tell people which way the door is, and that religion itself without an intentional effort to do good and be kind. It's not automatic. Yeah. It's not like a one and done. It's We, as, as human beings, we need to be constantly reminded that we need to get out of ourselves. That came out of that conversation. And again, it's even though this wasn't our first episode of Radical Love Live, it was exactly what I would hope a conversation would be like. It was really powerful, even though I was looking at it from a demographic uh, information <laughs> gathering exercise. And it really was so much more than that. It really was a profound hour and a half that we had with these folks. We tried, Mark did better at this than I did, tried to stay out of their way 
you know, in my advertising work, whenever we've done market research, you always try not to mess with the data and, and skew the data. And I, I was trying not to do that, although every once in a while there was something I had to respond to. I would love to have been in one of those chairs as well Absolutely. and talk about what I believe my definition of spirituality is. Maybe this is a good opportunity to segue a little bit about what if Kelly and I had been in the chairs mm. as a participant, that what would we have said? So Kelly, would you like to uh, <laughs> uh, start off? Sure. To me, spirituality is at its essence, it's a direction and relationship. And a lot of that has to do with, of course, my history and all the things that I've learned about God and religion through my life is that it's always been based around a divine figure for me. So in that case, when I hear people talk about getting in touch with themselves or being a better self or that religion is really just a way for everybody to be better, I say, yes, I think so. And I think I probably end up in that place. But the way that I get there is orienting myself in relationship with the divine. And I feel like my life and my choices are a lot better when I keep that in mind. When I'm focused on the divine, I'm focused on the fact that everybody else is also emanating from that divine. Mm. Yeah, I think in the end, I'm probably saying the same thing they are, is that religion makes me a better person, but it's through this yeah. through this imagery, and that imagery is important to me. Yeah, and so when you say you look at religion making you a better person, uh, instead of a zero sum, is that where we all get lifted? Early on, I had the idea that there was there was only one way to do it. There was sort of a, a missionary spirit of saying, well, if I do this, I, I didn't try to ever be forceful about it, but I thought if I, if I do this, then other people will see my example and they'll come over and be like, hey, what's different about you? And I'll be like, Jesus is different <laughs> about me. Um, and I will probably still give that answer today. Um, yeah. But this whole process has, is also forcing me to really look at the things that I've been saying for a while. Because, you know, I believe God wants to redeem everyone. And if there are people for whom the revelation that I got doesn't work, they're in another established belief system, or they're in a belief system where what I'm looking at just doesn't work, I still believe that God's saving work is happening there. And it may not necessarily be like sneaking them over to the gospel. It may be that they're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing, and they have a relationship with the divine that I have nothing to do with. And that my command to love is also a command to respect and honor that. I like that. Did that answer your question? Yeah, you answered my question okay, very well. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, how about you? What do you how do you look at spirituality? I like to think I'm kind of out there when it comes to spirituality. In fact, I embrace that in a lot of ways. To me, can somebody be ethical and moral and have a good life without any form of spirituality? I believe the answer is yes. Now, having said that. It's not because I got there through my own lack of faith. My spiritual uh, story has plenty of uh, twists and turns in it, including many years of being agnostic and atheist. Now that I've returned to my faith and embraced it, and to your point, am I a better person? Yes, definitely I am a better person. But it's not because of my religion or my faith or whatever word you want to use. I was a good person when I was agnostic or atheist. The problem is, though, I couldn't love myself and I could not love others. And I only have that capacity to do that if spirituality is is within me. 
I have learned oh, that. Oh, wow. And the place it's not is in the head and learning mm-hmm. that it's actually deep down in the heart. And, yeah. and that's been recent that I've really felt that. And it gives me a kindness and that compassion that they talk about, I actually can have. I don't have it all the time. <laughs> you know, if somebody pushes me out of the way on the subway, I might get a little testy about it. But, but I also will pause more <laughs> for a moment anyway. <laughs> yeah, the subway is like, yeah, the, the, the rules down there are very different. The one thing I'm learning, and I love this, is I don't even try to find an answer at this point. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm just happy with the information that I do know, uh, the feeling that I have. And from that, then I am pushed to or called, maybe, whatever the word might be, to make the world better mm-hmm. in my own little way in my, during my time on this planet in this form. Wow. Yeah, that's my spirituality. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad that we got an opportunity to tell these these parts of our stories Absolutely. and our beliefs. And these are representative of the kind of conversations that we are going to be hosting as Radical Love Live goes forward, as we build the live program. You'll be able to actually join us live yep. or and be a part uh, of here it. on the website. Yep. As we build this, what we're planning on doing is that we're building a foundation that's big enough to embrace all these different ways of thinking and try to find the connections between them. Absolutely. It is all about building bridges. And if anything else, what we learned in that group discussion is there's so much opportunity to do those bridges. We really want to give thanks for all the people that help make it possible. Uh, we want to thank uh, the clergy and vestry of the Cathedral of St. John the Divine here in New York City and the Cathedral Congregation, all the folks that came and joined us, and also the people that made it possible for us to have the space and the time. And we'd also like to thank the Cathedral Department of Music for all their help in continuing to develop this program. We want to thank everyone who joined the panel. We'd like to thank the crew that came from the Episcopal Church Office of Communication. They filmed us at work, and we'll be able to see that online sometime in October. And we'd also like to thank Kyle Oliver, who's been helping us with these audio clips. Your insights and editing have been fantastic, so thank you so much. And thank you to everybody for listening. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Thanks so much.